This is Candace Schuford. Welcome to PAVE Podcast. You're tuning in to episode six. Here, we focus on crafting content that helps you feel powerful, augmented, vulnerable, and eclectic. We will have a stimulating and engaging podcast out on Thursdays. New day, yay! <laughs> Let's work together and pave the way to you. Welcome, friends. I am quite grateful to be back with you guys. Um, I've been getting a lot of my creative juices flowing, and I am thrilled to share with you all what I have been working on. So currently, I am working to fine-tune my YouTube channel, um, and that has been a really exciting um, and informative experience. I did not realize how... (laughs) how much was involved in being on YouTube, but it's been really fun. And, um, you know, thinking of different ideas and ways to figure out what would work best for the YouTube algorithm. So hopefully by the time you guys hear from me in my episode that will be released next Thursday, uh, my channel will be all the way up and running. Second thing that I want to talk to you guys about is that I am getting a workbook together for you guys. Yay! (laughs) Throw the confetti. Um, So it focuses on how to accept all the changes that we have been going through lately, especially in regards to quarantine. Um, But I have some scientific research in there that helps us to understand how our brain works a little bit better so that we can navigate the situation without completely losing our minds because let's be honest we're gonna lose them a little bit (laughs) um i got a request from a friend to discuss how to deal with things being shut down again she sent me a message and she said can i make a possible request since we are dealing with covid and it looks like things are getting shut down again and you make a podcast talking about dealing with anxiety or depression while on quarantine. My response, your wish is my command. Um, before I go into the episode, I just want you guys to know that if you have any episode suggestions or ideas, I genuinely enjoy um, having dialogue with you guys and conversations. So please feel free to shoot me a message on Instagram or an email. Uh, my email is linked in the description box. So I look forward to hearing from you guys. So there is this term that I've been using, <laughs> depression multiplied by three. What does that even mean? Okay, so I'm going to go into it for you all. So there's the day-to-day regular clinical depression, right? And then two, we have COVID depression. And then three, we have seasonal depression. So all those things are coming up and I wanted to share some things with you guys that I've been doing to keep myself um, less anxious and to make the depression more manageable because all of these emotions and uncertainty can make us feel lonely, unmotivated, and kind of, you know, debilitated. Um, So yeah, I'm going to focus on five things that help me to cope with anxiety and seasonal depression. 
So the first one is incorporating some sort of hugga into your nighttime routine. What in the world is hugga? Well, first of all, it's spelled H-Y-G-G-E. And by definition, hugga is a quality of coziness and comfortability that engenders a feeling of contentment or well-being, regarded as a defining characteristic of Danish culture. So, how can you create that coziness? This is what I like to do. Uh, before bed, I like to have a cup of tea, you know, like lavender or chamomile, something calming um, to kind of, you know, help me to start winding down. And then I have my room set up to be like pretty cozy at nighttime. I've got dim lighting with a salt lamp and some string lights that have a, dimmy, a dimmer setting. And so I'll turn those on, light a candle, and then I cozy up with my weighted blanket, which I absolutely love. It's probably one of the best purchases that I've ever made in my life. Um, it definitely helps me sleep better and feel cozier and um, less anxious. So if you would like to um, know where I got that weighted blanket from, I will link that also in the description box for you guys um, if you want to look into that. Some other suggestions um, that people do to create the feeling of hookah is uh, putting on a cozy robe, getting fleece sheets, which is really fun. I do have a set of those. Um, knitting, crocheting, journaling, stretching, using a diffuser. All those kind of things can help um, you get in a um, winding down mode. And this has worked really well with my routine because I am a big believer in not scrolling through social media before bed. Um, so I really look forward to doing these things most nights. All right, so number two is getting in bed around the same time. Guys, this is probably one of the hardest things that I have ever tried to do in my life. And I do not, I still do not always succeed. But like, even if I can get in the bed at the same time, like three or four days of, out of the week, I do notice a difference in my energy levels and my mood um, because, you know, like our brain craves consistency. It likes the easy route. And when we give it that, it can, um, you know, use more energy to focus on other things. Number three is to exercise regularly. I don't care if you only go outside and walk around the block for five minutes three times a week. <laughs> um, that's better than nothing. So yeah, moving your body in some sort of way. Number four is looking into um, some sort of inside sun lamp or sunlight or um, happy light. So the one that I use is called Verilux and I use it every day. <laughs> um, it has, I don't know all the technical details about it, <laughs> which sounds silly because I've had it for over a year, uh, but the UV rays help um, to regulate our mood and help with our circadian rhythm. Circadian rhythm, I think I said that right. <laughs> Um, in the wintertime because it's kind of out of whack with, uh, without as much sunlight. 
And I will also put the link to that in the description box for you guys. And then number five is to do something to help someone. Um, a lot of us know the saying, the term, there is more happiness in giving than there is in receiving. And it is so true. Even if, you, if you're able to just call somebody, let them know that you're thinking about them, send them a letter, send them a, a, um, a small gift through the mail, um, doing something like that, helping to take the focus off of yourself. And then also, you know, when you need support, make sure to reach out for it. Yeah, so the, um, the consistency of these things has brought a lot of comfort in my life lately, and so I, I hope they can be of some benefit. If you ever do get to a point where you feel like you can't manage your um, depression or anxiety on your own, there's nothing wrong with talking to your healthcare provider about additional options. All right, so now I am going to share with you guys a poem that I wrote when I was in the thick of um, clinical and seasonal depression. And I looked back to the date of this and it was written in January, so it made a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, the name of this poem is called The Pit. I fell down in the pit, the breath knocked out of me, my tired body made contact with the ground. I felt like I'd never be found. Once at the bottom, I look up. I'm calling for help. Crushed by anxiety, depression, crying, drowned out by my own sound. I just sat in that pit. Sat in the essence of that emotional release. Looking and feeling empty with my tear-stained cheeks. Trying to wipe my face clean with my dirty palms. After time, though, I found some odd sense of calm. Instead of reaching up or staying down, it occurred to me, why not reach out and around? To my surprise, I found a strength that I couldn't doubt, a greater sense of power that I would not have survived without. Embracing the dirt with calluses on my hands, hugging tight every crevice on the way up, taking deep breaths because that journey up, yeah, it's plain old though. No longer solely focused on the welts, I honed in on the things that could be of help. I'm grateful in my choice to find solace in my surroundings. It helped me find balance and essence of grounding. Thank you guys. Um, so this poem has a little bit of a different flow that I typically share with you guys. It's not as rhymy as I typically do. Um, but I thought I liked that it had a little bit of a different style. So I hope you guys enjoyed that um, different side of me. <laughs> uh, the poem really helped me to see the importance of reaching out and not just trying to do everything by myself. Um, as a Enneagram 3, the achiever, I'm like, okay, I should be able to do this. I should, I should. And then it's like, well, you know, we just were not made to do everything on our own. We were created for interdependence. You know, we need support, we need help. Um, and so this poem was kind of like, oh, like it, it clicked in my mind 
um, and I was able to kind of let that wall come down and, you know, realize that it is okay to ask for help. So, yeah. Um, thank you guys for sharing that with me today. I'm going to go over the suggestions, the five suggestions that I talked about, just so you can have them in your mind. So, one, um, some sort of huga, something that's cozy and makes you feel happy before bedtime. Two, getting in bed at the same time. Three, exercising. Four, looking into a happy light. Five, helping others and seeking support. I want to hear from you. Do routines help you to manage better? Which one of these are you going to focus on? I'd love to know if any of these suggestions work for you. I really enjoy making content for you guys. And if you would like to continue to support me in this endeavor, check out the link in the description box to see how you can donate to this podcast. Thank you guys. And as always, let's keep working together to pave the way to you.